Hello everyone and welcome to the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast. My name is Pakala Kiara and I'll be your host. Here we discuss life and how the different facets of it can influence our mental health. We will talk about therapy, interventions, mental health and life experiences. Remember, if you like it, feel free to give us a share and invite your friends and loved ones to listen. In this episode, I wanted to talk about expression and creativity as a form of mental health maintenance. Creativity can help reduce anxiety, depression, and can also assist in processing trauma. People are most creative when they are in a positive mood. However, creativity can be soothing and releasing for individuals who may need to express a negative or difficult emotion or who are recovering from trauma. Creating allows us to disconnect from stress, express and explore inner thoughts, and even meditate. Engaging in creative behaviours and activities can improve brain function, mental health, and physical health. People who have higher levels of creativity show more life satisfaction and have healthier ways of coping when things get tough. Here with me for this episode is my special guest and sister, Talia, who has a lot of different creative outlets, including streaming and gaming, but her creativity is beautifully expressed through her writing and poetry. Hello and welcome, Talia. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So, can you tell me when did you first get interested in or start to write? Oh, I probably couldn't tell you an exact age. Um, my mum or our mum was always very much into us expressing ourselves, whether it be verbally or writing or any kind of physical activity, anything really. So I think I started maybe writing poetry definitely. I used to always have diaries, you know, with the locks and keys and yeah. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> And I think I'd always kind of write in there in hope that someone would like find it and read about me and like make me feel better. I think that's where it came from. And then as I got older. Kind of like Anne Frank or something, like maybe in the future. Would you want people at the time to find it? (laughs) You probably didn't want me to find it. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a bit of both, you know. My sister smells. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) This stuff like that, I think it was definitely just um, my mind runs like a hundred miles, you know, per second. So it's kind of like it was just whatever I was feeling, and if I was feeling too overwhelmed, I'd write it. And then as I maybe got to about thirteen, fourteen, and when I started, you know, having boyfriends and best friends and stuff, I would kind of just write how I was feeling about them or about the situation and then it turned into my poetry so oh nice so um just to recap when you write it it kind of helped you to slow down those thoughts and perhaps order them or um make sense of them in your brain they were swirling around a bit but once you got them from your brain to your hand through the pen to the paper it, it seemed to make more sense to you is that correct Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the time it was I didn't want to forget the way that I was feeling. 
yeah like to cap like to a, capture it yeah encapsulation or a preservation type thing definitely definitely I think that's the main point when I when I write awesome so did you explore different forms of writing um I know you said you wrote about different topics but did you explore like the difference between prose and uh poetry or um did you write songs um I think I've always I know at the start I kind of it was easier to try and find things that rhymed you know when you're younger and you don't really know too much about like um yeah you know how how to correctly um sequence things when it becomes like you said in in prose or like so I think I just wrote and I didn't really have like an end, end goal now that I'm a bit older I suppose like I did dabble in haikus and and things like that um mm. But not then, not back oh. then. I didn't really know. It was just whatever I felt. And then I went through a rhyming stage. And now that I'm older and I read back on those ones, I get quite embarrassed. <laughs> a little bit cringe. You're like, oh. A little bit cringe. Is that the word the, the young kids use these days? Cringe? Appar- apparently. <laughs> well, sometimes, I guess. I don't know. I'm probably not <laughs> up to date with that. I don't think I'm cool anymore. We're, we're still cool. We're pretty cool. We're cool moms. <laughs> I'm a cool mom. <laughs> We think we, at least cool. we think we are. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I don't think I really experimented in different ways to write. I just expressed and I liked it and I couldn't, I didn't really care less if people liked it or not because it was mine. Yeah, so and it I, was just something that belonged to you and, and it, it yes. spoke to the way that you felt about a situation or a thing. Definitely. Yeah, no, I like that. You mentioned writing about when you're in a relationship with your friends. Did you write about good times or bad times or a bit of both? I th- I do a bit of both. Actually, if 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 you ever read, well, you have read all of my poems. M- most of them are quite are quite sad or hit you in the feels. I suppose. Um, I do have a few like happy kind of or even like melancholy ones. But I've been trying to to write more from like a space of of love and fun um but usually from when I was younger especially when I was um like a teenager and I was finding myself through different relationships that I had whether it be friendships or partnerships or you know um I think a lot of that is is really it comes from a really deep I always write from a really deep space um, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm similar to you in that um, respect. Yeah, for sure, you are. <laughs> a lot of my yeah my poems or my songs are born from yeah making sense of pain and um, yeah misunderstandings and not really understanding why someone's um, hurt me or um, yeah <laughs> kind of a bit sadder. Some of my stuff I read and like oh what a little emo. I- I reread some of my stuff from like when I was like, you know, 16 to 20 and it's rough, man. Like, Yeah, you kind of want to give yourself a hug. I go back there and I'm just like, whoa, like it literally takes me back to that moment in time and I feel everything and and it's overwhelming and it's, yeah, Yeah. it's tough. I think that's a a wonderful thing about writing and um self-expression is that when you do that you, you're kind of giving other people permission to yes. feel that um and they know they're not alone so I think that's a really beautiful like effect of 
um, yeah, creativity, um, whether it's art or writing, you're making someone feel something. Like you said, you, you get transported back to that moment or you're transporting someone else um, and they might understand you a bit better once they've read something you've written or seen something you've created. Yeah, it's definitely like a good a good trigger for change um, when I re- reread things. Um, mm. But I suppose, like, um, I know how you said in the introduction um, about sometimes people um, write to, um, you know, like to uh, process their trauma or things like that. And I was thinking about that and I was thinking that I think maybe now I write to, to process trauma back then. I don't think I had the awareness around that, but I think unconsciously I would have been yeah. writing for that. But now I know that I write for that. Back then I didn't have that awareness around me, that yeah, knowledge. Was, I didn't have that sense of self. It was kind of like an unconscious um, doing or participation or um, venting a, a um, catharsis. Yes. Was, yeah. Yes, definitely the, the word. I was looking for. <laughs> I'm like a dictionary, you know. I know um, you are. <laughs> You're a walking, talking book. This is a short interruption to let you know that if you or a loved one is experiencing difficulty or is in need of more support, you can find me at maramacounseling.com. Be sure to check out the audio resources page also where you'll have access to a number of free resources that will help you to feel relaxed. Be sure to take advantage of my 20-minute free initial session. I am also on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Can't wait to work with you. Yeah, on that topic of trauma and processing trauma, I find that using your hands... um, is a great way of processing trauma. And um, if I link that back to literature and um, different studies that I've learned about at uni, um, when you're engaging both sides of your body, using both hands um, or both ears or both eyes, you are um, engaging both sides of your brain, your left and right brain. Um, So I'm I'm pretty sure it's your left brain. Sometimes they get mixed up with these two, is the more creative side. Um, (laughs) But sometimes the trauma is stored in the other side. So when you're shifting and moving, and you can use your body to move. So dancing is another way of processing trauma. Um, I do things like um, crochet, but really engages my brain both sides. I'm using both of my hands. I'm creating something new. Um, It's usually when you're crocheting, it takes a long time. So there's a lot of... um, Yeah, like um, effort, um, like uh, dedication and um yeah time hey like patience yeah so a lot of it's yeah you learn a lot of different things while you're engaging in the process but they like it, a creative um endeavor doesn't have to be like something fantastic you know like um writing an anthology of poems or creating a blanket that's you know king sized it can be like simply simple stuff like coloring in in a book um yeah listening at home um it can be anything that you're just making yourself with your own two hands. Um, you can play with plasticine or Play-Doh with your kids. Um, yeah, just scribbling. 
going out and sitting outside in the park and taking his sketchbooks. I remember doing that with mum. Oh, my God, mum would make us do that so much. <laughs> and I always think about it because I'm, I'm so trash at drawing, right? Mum would be like, just draw what you see. And I'm like, I can't draw. And I'd have like a meltdown <laughs> every time. Because you'd see it and then you'd, you'd try and put it on the paper. <laughs> I'm so bad. It's probably why I'm so good at writing. And so <laughs> yeah, oh it's just like, God. oh, that, that's that's not that's not great. That's not what I was um, trying to put across. No, but in my head, I'm like, I'm so smart. Surely I can draw something that makes it look like what it's supposed to be, right? But no, can't. Well, luckily for you, you can do that with your writing. So, um, lucky <laughs> like that have nothing going for me. <laughs> <laughs> You've got something going for you there. Um, <laughs> At least that's something. But you know, I know, like we probably felt a bit jealous of Johnny sometimes being better at art. <laughs> I um, am you because you can sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I'm, sh- I'm just chilling over there with my sketchbook, like, God damn it, not again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sure that Johnny probably felt the jealousy of the writing though because um, that's not her best forte either. But um, <laughs> her strong suit. Yeah, well, uh, uh, she's gotten she's gotten better though. She's gotten older, so um, <laughs> that's good. But um, I, you know, everyone has their strengths. So if you're if you're creating, don't worry about what it looks like or if it's great. Like um, for everyone at home, like just just start. Everyone starts somewhere. Yeah, if you enjoy it, if it's something that brings you a feeling of relaxation. Um, yeah. Like I know poor Nan, I've asked Nan before, what what does she do for, um, you know, to get pleasure and joy out of life? And she actually said nothing, nothing I know. Um, which made me feel really, but really I sad. But I think gardening and plant, planting, but I think she well, doesn't find pleasure in that all the time. Hey? It kind of frustrates no, her. I did, I did ask her and she said the main reason why she does it is to keep um, Poppy's memory alive. Oh, but that makes she, sense. She gets really hard on herself though because she wants it to look how it looked when he was here. It but, never um, looked that good. We I don't think this. it's going to look like that because it was his passion. You know, that, that's what he yes. did to relax and that was his creative outlet because he liked, um, you know, making different walls in the garden and planting complementary plants and, you know, he loved doing that and he, he used to go out there all the time. Um, but it doesn't feel like that for Nan. But I think if Nan stops and thinks, um, like she does crochet and she does find that relaxing um, as long as it's something that she um, is comfortable at doing, like um, yes. her little socks that she does in the blankets. Like she's really good at yeah. that and she does find it relaxing. So I think it's just um, more about exploring. So if you're like our nan and you, you can think of nothing that makes you happy or brings you that feeling of relaxation, just look at all different kinds of stuff. Like you might come so, across like you've never even thought about like something that is obscure. Um, like I'm sure for you, like with gaming and stuff, you might come across a game that you would think you would never be interested in. But then once you start playing it, you're really good at it and you really like it. Um, yeah. See, so yeah, it's exactly like that with life. And that like, like you said, like for me, content creation is a creative, is a creative outlet for outlet. me. Like, I, I like playing my games, like not just because I'm getting stimulated, but I also like playing them because and streaming them because I get to interact with my audience and yeah. they love me and I love them and we're all supportive of each other. And we've like, I build this kind of little community where everyone comes just for me because they think I'm cool. Like I'm being creative and they're being supportive. And I've even helped people 
come out of their shells. Like someone comes into my poetry streams and now he's got this Instagram page where he's put all these poetry on there and it's taken off. And he's just like, so grateful that I was like, you know, that little kind of inspiration for him. And I love that. Like, and to me, you know, like, you know, like for you girls, I remember Johnny a little, maybe a couple of years ago and she couldn't understand. Same with Ashen. These are my sis, my other sisters I'm talking about, by the way. They um <laughs> they they never understood why I was gaming, why I game, why I've always liked it, why I've always been like so into finishing a game, like stay up till like two in the morning yeah. because I didn't have a memory card and I wanted to finish Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Like like for me, I, I used to like gaming as well as teenagers. Like I've kind of um grown out of it a little bit more. But it's like it's world building, it's building relationships with other people when you're playing online. It's um sharing your passion. So like when you're streaming, you get to talk as well. It's not just you just playing a game. People I think that's mm-hmm. sometimes what people think it is. It is watching oh, yeah. you play games. <laughs> like, why would I want to do that? But that's not what when I've gone on your streams, that's not what we're doing. And you can interact. I can type to you and you can talk to me or whoever else is watching. Um, mm-hmm. Like I've seen some of your other streams, you do talk about your poetry and sometimes you do that just you talking about your poetry or sometimes you're talking about it while you're playing a game. So um, mm-hmm. a lot of people also find it easier to be more open when they're engaging in another activity so like um you know a lot of tiktoks and youtubers i see them telling stories while they're putting makeup on um Mm -hmm. it's the same thing where you're gaming like you're gaming and you're also talking about something that lights you up or something that lights your audience up like for me um something that people might not think is very creative is like just doing this podcast like i have done all my music, all the music you hear on my podcast. I created that on garage bands. Like I didn't just find something on the internet. Like I put all the instruments together. I put all the beats together. I, you know, that's really cool. (laughs) So uh, it's actually really fun for me. And I actually get a lot of, I I almost feel like giddy with joy when I'm doing music. Um, And that's the way I feel when I sing or when I write or when I'm doing crochet like um my little Deadpool that I made and I crocheted him from scratch but he is so so cool cool. he's a little emiguri but like all I did was just look at a picture on the internet like there was no pattern I just um made it up in my head but when he came to life I was like he is really cool Um, like Latrell's angry bird that he still has oh yeah the angry birds and and the little piggy um so cool and they're, they're like dual purpose because they're like hacky sacks. But it was just fun. Yes. Like, um, and I think a lot of people are missing that in their life. But like I said in the intro, um, creativity is a great way to bring happiness back into your life. It's a great way to connect with other people. Um, it's, it helps you process trauma. It helps you to not be depressed um, and anxious. And I know a lot of people have a miss. I feel like it's a misconception that, you know, artists have to be these tortured people that have a lot of pain. Um, yes. That might be the case, but I think it's actually that that pain has um, driven them to creativity because they get relief from that pain. So I don't think you have to be a tortured artist or have a lot of trauma to be creative, um, but I really do think that it helps a lot. Definitely. health. Well, because like for me, I, I believe that like creativity is like when, when you, like for me, I'm turning my thoughts into reality, right, by doing a poem. 
um, mm. or if I'm wanting to do it in a gaming sense, I've got like an idea of how I want my stream to go and I'm doing it. And like the same kind of thing that you said is the feeling of giddiness. Like I feel good that I'm doing something for myself that I also think is going to benefit other people. And I love that I don't perceive the world as everyone else and I can find hidden patterns in things. And then if, if I'm being creative and, and they're watching me or listening to me or reading my poems, it's, it's helping them to, to find new perceptions and it's helping them to see connections and, and to relate things that they otherwise wouldn't have related to. Do you know what I mean? It's like opening up different yeah. solutions for everyone. Yeah, it's opening That's what up I think like creativity whole, does, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hoping, opening up a whole world of possibilities and that's what I like to do in counselling as well. Like, um, I think people have um, misconceptions about a lot of things, whether it be creativity or counselling or gaming. Like you said, the, the girls had a misconception about what that was for you. Um, but once they give it a chance and they see, oh, wow, this is actually not what I thought, like a whole new world of possibility opens up. Yeah. Oh. And um, that's what I love about creativity. Same. <laughs> it's just, it's it's good. I really like it. I feel sorry. Like I know it's usually like how, um, bringing it back to Nan, how they can think and say nothing. Um, I feel like that's definitely that, um, you know, the, the people born in that time because it's similar to my clients who are that age. They wouldn't, they don't really have, um, a, a creative outlet or they were never really taught how to have one because they were just meant to stay at home, look after kids and like girls were meant to stay at home, look after kids and take care of the house. Like they weren't allowed to have a hobby or one of my clients, she's 84. She, when she was 50, Carla, she went to university and she got a degree. Yeah. And, and because she didn't really... think that yeah, she, she was she allowed to no yeah. that all that she was allowed to or that she was smart enough or that women could pursue things like that and she was like became like a zookeeper at the Auckland Zoo for like the next 20 years <laughs> and it's amazing and she's amazing and yeah that's that's so cool but for those of you that don't know um, my sister works in aged care and like um, home yes. care <laughs> And that kind of thing. But, yeah, it's so true. Like I remember um, Nan came to my graduation and um, because Nan, Nan is one of those people that thought that she couldn't go to uni or do anything like that. Or why would I want to go to uni? Like what, like how would that make my life, life better yeah. or whatever. And there was a lady that graduated from her master's degree um, and she was Nan's age. And <laughs> was like, look, see, She's your age and she's, she's just done a whole nother degree. Like you can do anything you want. If you anything. And that's what I really love about our mum though um, is that she always told us like we could do anything. And We were anything. blessed like that. Like I do know that we are creative a lot due to mum and the way that she raised us, which I completely understand. Like uh, creativity can stem from the way that you're brought up as well for sure. Um, and that it hurts to know that some people wouldn't have had that um, that same support that we had in that sense from mum. Yeah, I, I find that sad as well. And I, I sometimes I don't understand because it's not what um, was given to me. But um, I try and be that person for other people now, um, whether it's through counselling or with my own kids um, or with other people's kids. I try to really um, 
let them know that the possibilities are endless once you open your mind to them. Yeah, like like with James, his his creative outlet has been um, guitar, not just gaming, but guitar. Like he taught himself yeah. how to play the guitar, like no one helping him when he was like 14, 15. This is like before YouTube. Yes. Like he just and, um, wanted that because yeah. high school was hard for him. And he's yeah. like, well, I want to zone out and I, I want something to, to help me zone out. And he did it. And he's an amazing guitarist because of it. Yeah. And James is Talia's partner. And like my partner, he's done something that, you know, not everybody would do, but he does bodybuilding. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, he's creative with his body and his expression of who he wants to be through his body. But like I'm talking like three hours a day at the gym um mm-hmm. bodybuilding and you know that's that's kind of fallen to the wayside with um a lot of the different stuff we've gone through lately um trauma with my son who has a congenital heart defect our son who has a congenital heart defect and I can see that that's affecting his happiness so hopefully um he'll get back into that or find another outlet that brings him um back to that space of yeah like happiness and like it is like a feeling of pure joy like giddiness um, like that's how I feel when I'm singing or um, we're yeah, doing anything that's creative. Well, thank you for joining me today, Talia. Uh, thank you for having me. A wonderful time. Um, and I hope to talk to you again in the future. I'm sure we'll find something else to discuss. Definitely. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing with me a little bit about your writing and your um, streaming content. Um, I've really enjoyed reading all your stuff and watching some of the content that you come up with. Um, so for I those of you <laughs> who would like to explore more of Talia's work, um, we're going to put the link to her her various sites, her streaming sites and her writing um, website in the comments section below this podcast when I share it on social media. Um, otherwise, Talia can probably read them out to you right now. Um, oh, yes, I can do that. Um, you can follow me on Twitch, which is a streaming service, um, at www.twitch.tv forward slash Talia, T-A-R-H-L-I-A. And my website is taliam.wixsite.com. Awesome. Um, but Yes, I, I've enjoyed um, talking to you, Carla. I just wanted to say that for those of you who feel like they can't be creative or that they're not, you are. There's something there that you're going to be amazing at and you just have to give yourself the time um, to figure that out and you can do it. You're worthy of it. And, um, yeah, let's all get creative. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. This concludes this episode of the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast from Maramar Counseling. I'm Pakala Kiara and I hope you enjoyed listening today. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears ready for more episodes in the future. And remember, be light, shine bright. Until next time.